Oh, man, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. I'm back. I'm back in the building. The sacred hour. We are here and uh, we've been gone. We got shut down for about two weeks, uh, but we are back in the building. And um, I'm sorry, y'all, everybody that was waiting. You know, please forgive me. Please forgive me. I was working um, on my job. I was out of the state uh, being a truck driver, driving all around the nation, driving from all these states, doing all this craziness. But anyways, I'm back. And uh, today we're going to be starting off with uh, the first sermon from our Book of James series. We'll be starting with the first sermon from the Book of James series. And uh, hey, you know, James. He was one of the uh, one of the original uh, 12 apostles uh, who walked with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, James had a little temper on him. Oh, yes, he did. And uh, he was the brother of John. And also uh, James was the first uh, disciple of Jesus Christ who was martyred. And we find that in the uh, book of Acts. You can read that in the book of Acts where it records um, his martyrdom, where he died. And uh, and that's in Acts chapter 12, verses one through two. And uh, the thing is, is that, you know, James, his epistle, his book, it's got a lot of wisdom in it that a lot of people, I think, um, take for granted and don't really, you know, dive into. Uh, it's got a lot of sayings in it that a lot of a lot of a lot of things that we say um, come from the book of James. But you wouldn't know because. uh you know, people don't really, you know, actually, you know, go and teach his actual epistle, you know, but a lot of different things that we say um, in common culture and a lot of things like like, for instance, let's see. Let's see, like like, OK, take, for instance, James, chapter five, verse 12. But above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other earth. But let your yes be yes and your no be no, lest you fall into judgment. You know how many people have said, let your yes be yes and no be no and don't even know where it came from? They think their grandmama made it up? No, it comes from the Holy Bible, the book of James. Also, let's see. Let's see. What's another one? What's another one? Um... Let me see. It's it's so it's so many up in here. Let's see. Or um where people talked about um don't you know let me see let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way, from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. A lot of people always like to say cover a multitude of sins but they don't even know where it comes from. It comes from the book of James. And it's another one in here. Um, that I like that a lot of people say, hold on, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Let me see. Do not boast of tomorrow. Yeah, the James chapter four. And I say this all the time. He says, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go such and such a city, spend a year there by and sell. He says, you don't you do not know what tomorrow will bring. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. He says, instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. So that's why people say God will or Lord willing. I say Lord willing. Somebody be like. Somebody will say, hey, man, you know, you want to meet up tomorrow? Let's go do this. I say, well, Lord willing. Or people say, God willing, I'll do this. You want to know where it comes from? It comes from the book of James. But, you know, in, in common culture, you know, people think it came from the Quran. 
think Muhammad made up this and that, or people think, you know, Malcolm X made such things popular, or people think, you know, their grandmama made this popular, or think they got it off of Sanford and Son. No, a lot of things we, a lot of things came from the Bible. But, you know, with this culture that we're living in today, you know, reading the Bible or obeying the Bible is looked at as being archaic or is looked at as being, you know, what cavemen do. And it's time for the new age. We're in a new age and we're in a new wave and we don't need religion anymore. We're spiritual. I, you know how many people I've talked to that claim to be spiritual and their spirituality dwelled in the music that they listened to. That was their spirituality. Them, them taking a necklace that they bought from the kiosk at the mall and putting on some Catholic uh, uh, rosary beads that they don't even know what that they don't even know what represents. They just put it on or they put on a cross and they say, man, I'm spiritual. I'm spiritual. I say, well, what does that mean when you're spiritual? Oh, you know, I, I'm in touch. I'm in touch with the higher power. OK, who who is the higher power? Who is it? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't. I, the higher power doesn't have a name. It's just, you know, it's a she or a he. It's not a he or a she. It's just a, a, a it. I, I believe in a higher power. I don't. Come on, man. Get up out of here. And then when they get in trouble, they scream out, God, oh, God, please help me. Or they even scream out, Jesus, oh, Jesus, please help me. But I thought you were spiritual and believed in your quote unquote higher power. Why don't you call on them? When demons come into your house at night, or why don't you call on them when 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 uh, uh, the drug dealers come up in your house uh, to get their re-up money? Oh, well, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, why call out on the name of Jesus when you allegedly didn't believe in him? He was just a myth made up by white Europeans. Okay, now let's go to uh, James chapter one. You know, I you know I'm always on a roll and always on a tangent, but let's go to the book of James chapter one. And uh, man, I'm feeling good. I'm, I mean, I hope y'all are feeling good. I'm just so glad to be back, man. I was on that road traveling. Oh, gosh, it was insane. I, I might talk about it later. Anyways, James chapter one. Verse one, it says, James, and here he is. He's, he's introducing himself. He says, James, a bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. So he's introducing who he is. He says, I'm a bond servant. I'm a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's writing it. He says to the 12 tribes, which are scattered abroad. And, you know, most definitely, you know, 11 of the tribes were scattered when uh, the Assyrians came and uh, burnt down northern Israel, took 11 of the tribes and scattered them all around the world. And the only ones that were left was the tribe of Judah. And then King Nebuchadnezzar later on, he came. And took he burnt Jerusalem to the ground and took the rest of the tribe of Judah. He left a couple of them there, but took the rest to Babylon. That's where you get Judaism from. Uh, it was from Ju uh, the tribe of Judah. And then the word Jew derives from Judah. So, you know, it just is what it is. OK, but anyways, he says to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, he says, greetings, Verse two, he says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Verse three, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. He says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. He says, count it all joy when you fall in different trials. Look, didn't nobody say nobody said that this role was going to be easy. A lot of this. Y'all got to stop listening to a lot of these TV preachers. I'm not going to call their names out. 
You understand what I'm saying? I'm I'm not going to do that. Man, they they be lying. They wishing you a pie in the sky so they can get your money. I'll never forget growing up how much money I gave to televangelist. I gave hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. I used to be a, a janitor in high school. And I used to give hundreds and hundreds of my dollars to televangelists. I gave, I saved up and I, well, I'm not going to talk about that anyways, but I gave a lot of money only to find out that they were lying to me. But I mean, I gave it in good faith. I, I, I gave it to the Lord's work and I gave it to the Lord. And most definitely I know that uh, the kingdom was blessed. I helped out people. And, and, you know, even if that pastor was lying, I did it in good faith. And I know the Lord honored that. Because there's been plenty of times when I've been broke and, and God has come through for me in miraculous ways. And, you know, so when you sow seed like that into his into his kingdom, even if it is by a lying pastor, God honors that, man. He's looking at that. But anyways, he said, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Look, this road ain't going to be easy. James said it right there. When you going through various trials, he says, count it all joy. Look. When you're on your job and people trying to, to make a mockery of you, when you're trying to teach a Bible study or when you talking about the Lord or let's say in your family, you, j- you just gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. You're trying to tell people about the Lord. Hey, people going to be like, look, we don't want to hear nothing about you. We don't want to hear about the Lord from you. Didn't last month. Wasn't you just in the club shaking your tail feather? Look, we don't want to hear nothing about Jesus Christ from you. Wasn't two months ago. Didn't you have a premium account on Pornhub? Don't nobody want to talk to you. Listen, count it all joy. Count it all joy when all kinds of people want to turn their back on you and turn against you. Huh? Now, I'm not talking about count it all joy when you start mess. We're not talking about that. Oh, no, no, no. Because it's a lot of the saints out here just starting foolishness. Wilding out, talking junk to people, gossiping. Oh, my Lord. And then as soon as somebody get up in your face because you gossiping and talking about me behind my back, then you want to act like you are a martyr for the gospel. Then you want to act like you've been persecuted. No, I'm just coming to you and telling you what it is. You're a gossiper. You're a liar. And you're causing drama. And when I come check you face to face, don't sit up here and then try to say, oh, I'm being persecuted for my faith. Oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're being chin checked. For the drama and the foolishness that you're stirring up. So listen, if you're causing drama and, you, and you're talking about people behind their back and you're gossiping, which I mean, I, I enjoy a little, a, little, a little gossip here and there. I'm just going to be honest. Hey, we keep it real in the sacred hour. You know, sometimes I like, a, you know, my ear be tingling and I, you know, I, I like to get to, to the bottom of certain things. And I like to, you know, you understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. But I don't I don't I don't stir up a lot. I don't think so. You know, I, you know, and then when people check me, you know, hey, 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 we talk it out. I tell them, yeah, I was talking about you and I'm going to talk to you to your face. Anybody that know me knows how I get down. You understand? So but anyways, he says that we're going to fall into various trials. You're going to fall into various situations when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your health, when it comes to your mental health. Huh? You're going to fall into different trials when it comes to your relationships with your wife or with your husband or with your girlfriend or boyfriend or with your family members, them stinking family members. You're going to have trials. 
But what does James says? He says, count it all joy. He says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Listen, if you got faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, it's going to come out. Now, how does it come out? Through tests. Huh? How does it come out? It comes out through testing. Just like if I'm in school, right? I'm going to school for, you know, three months. Sooner or later, the teacher going to drop a pop quiz or a test to see all of the things that they've been teaching me to see if I've retained it. And when I do my test, the teacher can gauge what comes out of me. Whatever's in me is going to come out on that test. If I've been studying and listening to the teacher, it's going to come out on my test. It's going to appear. But if I've been sitting in the back of the class, uh, all up on Instagram, all up in different women's DMs. If I've been sitting on, on Facebook, wilding out, clowning folk like I usually do. If I've been sitting on, sitting in the back of the class, knocked out sleep, not doing my homework, thinking, oh, I got it all good. I'm smart, just like just like the robot off Johnny Five, short circuit. Johnny Five is alive. I'm, I'm just like the robot on Johnny Five. I'm smart. I don't need to study. Then when I take my test and I flunk it and I make all F's, then the teacher sees what's inside of me. What's inside of you is going to come out during the test. A lot of people say, I got faith in the Lord. I got faith. I got faith. I got faith. But as soon as problems come, ooh, shorty, as soon as problems come, we see who your faith is in. We see. We see. We're going we to get to that in a minute. He says that your faith produces patience. Verse 4. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You got we got, Look, listen, the Lord, patience is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. If you say you filled with the Spirit of God, if you say you filled with the Holy Spirit, you got to have patience. Look, and I'm going to keep it funky all the way funky with you. Patience. I don't have a lot of patience. Huh? You know how many times I've been sitting in the, at the drive through and I'm about to, I'm, I, and, and it's, it's almost time for me to, you know, get my bag. And the person in front of me is taking their time. And I just want to take my car and just 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 run, just run over them. I said it. I'm like, man, can you hurry up? And then it'll be people in front of me getting their food. And then they go in, and then you can tell them, you know, by their hand gestures, they, they say, oh, can I order something else? Or they, they tell the person, no, that ain't what I ordered. Let me. I'm like, man, come on, man. Why is you here? If you got all of these, if you have all of these uh, discrepancies, you should have stayed at home and made your own food. But see, that's the thing with me. Patience is, you know, I need to work on that. I need to work on that, you know, because when I, you know, just like I told y'all in a couple episodes before, I almost got into a shootout at the gas station because a guy wouldn't move out the way. And it was because of my, you know, impatiency that, you know, uh, things could have went crazy, you know. So that's one of my struggles is patience, because it's when I flip out and while out, it shows the world. Listen, it shows the world that. My relationship ain't as strong with the Lord as I thought it was. It shows the world and it shows me. 
You understand what I'm saying? So James says, let patience have its perfect work because patience, as it grows within us, with patience being a fruit of the Holy Spirit, is showing that the Holy Spirit, he is having more and more control over us. That's all it's showing. And see, the more you spend time in the word of God, and the more you spend time in prayer or communicating with the Lord, the more the Holy Spirit, he going he gonna to gravitate towards you and the more the Holy Spirit going to have more control over you. So when I get into crazy situations, you know, I'll have that patience. But see, I hadn't been spending a lot of time with the Lord as I should have. And see, that's why I just been wilding out. But I, I, every time I done spent time with the Lord that morning, I'll get into a crazy situation that day. Every time I've spent time with the Lord in the morning, my day turns out crazy. But what happens is because of that time I spent with the Lord in prayer, that time I spent with the Lord that morning, reading my word, meditating on the scriptures, meditating and thinking about everything he's done for me. When I get into a crazy situation, I don't act out the way Gary would usually act out. You want to know why? Because the Holy Spirit, I've given him more leverage over me so he can stop me quicker. But when I'm out here not spending no time with the Lord, I'm doing all I, everything I want to do, eating everything I want to eat, looking at everything I want to look at, not spending no time with the Lord. You know, you ever been you ever been, you know, spending your day going throughout your day and you're like, man, I know I need to be praying. I, I'm, but you say, I'll pray later on before I go to sleep. Before I go to sleep. I got you, Lord. I got you. Or you'd be like, man, maybe I need to spend some time in the Bible. You know, I'm I, I'm, I'm, I'm at work on my break time. I can go to the car, you know, read some scriptures real quick. That's the Holy Spirit telling me, come on, man, let's spend some time. But you know what I say? No, I'm going to go in here and, you know, joke around and kick it with these folk in the break room and talk about this and that. And, you know, talk about what old girl wearing today or talk about, you know, look at these. Look at this crazy. Look at them ugly shoes. Old boy got on. We're going to laugh in here. I, you know, instead of me. Instead of me listening to the Holy Spirit when he says, come on, Gary, let's 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 go to the car. You read your word. Let's spend some time together. Now, Gary, see that flesh, that natural man, that flesh, the sinful nature says, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. That's not appealing to me. But the Holy Spirit, he wants to spend time with me. Why? Because he knows that if it's too much Gary, that Gary going to wild out. There's always a war going on. Once you give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, he comes within you and he takes residence inside. That's when the war starts between me and the Holy Spirit. Because me, I want to have control because I've had control my whole life. But the Holy Spirit is saying, no, baby, you gave your life to me. You let me you told me you wanted you wanted me to be king and savior over your life. I'm here with you now. What are we going to do? And so that's where the war starts. You know, that's where the war starts. So he says. Let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Verse five, he tells us how we can get patience. He says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach. And it will be given to him. Let me read that again. He says, if any of you lacks wisdom. Let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. He says, but let him ask in faith with no doubting now, 
For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double minded man, unstable in all his ways. So verse five, James tells us, hey, man, if you lack in wisdom, if you lack in patience, if you lack in if you lack in wisdom, if you lack in how to how to how to move and navigate through this certain situation, whatever it may be like me with patience, he says, ask God, ask him. And it says what he says that. Let that man ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach. Listen, he don't have no, 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 no respecter of persons. If you ask God, Lord, I need wisdom. Lord, I need patience. Lord, I need faith. Lord, I need direction. James says that God is he gives to all men who asks. He says, but let that person ask in faith with no doubting. You got to believe you. Not only do you got to believe, but you got to trust that God is listening to you. I can say all day I believe in Santa Claus, but just because you believe in Santa Claus doesn't really mean that you trust. in Santa Claus being real. You know what I'm saying? You, you could say you could say today, hey, man, I believe that Donald Trump has the best has the best self-interest of the people. You can believe that all you want, but is that the truth? Is it the truth? So the thing is, is this. He says that when you come to God and ask him of wisdom or when you ask him for patience or when you ask him for direction, let that person ask in faith with no doubting. See, the problem is a lot of us, we ask God for things. For guidance or direction or, hey, I'm having this issue with with this lady or, hey, I'm having this issue issue with my wife or, hey, I'm having an issue with this with this individual at work or, hey, Lord, you know, I need direction for my job or, hey, Lord, should I marry this this guy or this woman? He says, asking faith. So they think they're asking in faith, but they doubting. They think, you know what? I've been sinning this week. God ain't going to listen to me. They've been saying, you know what? I'm not a pastor. God don't don't want to hear from me. They're saying in their minds, you know what, you know, maybe God, you know, maybe he's really not listening to me, you know, because I haven't been paying my tithes like like usual or my offering or, you know, they're thinking, you know, maybe God just doesn't care. Maybe he just doesn't care about my life or these simple things that I'm asking. You know, maybe I'm bothering him. You know, maybe he's too busy, you know, trying to figure out what jet he's going to give to Creflo Dollar. No, you're doubting. You are doubting. James says in verse six, but let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. You ever looked at the scene from a beach? You're sitting on the beach and sitting on the sand and seeing them waves, them big, 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 big waves going back and forth, back and forth. He says that's that's how a person is when they sit down and pray to God. But they doubt. He says you like one of them waves. You're just being tossed by the wind back and forth. Back and forth, back and forth in your mind, back and forth, back and forth. Verse seven, James says, for let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord, for he is a double minded man, unstable in all his ways. And I've been like that before. You know, I go to the Lord, I go to the Lord, I say, Lord, you know, I want to go into this degree program. And, you know, I said, Lord, you know, uh, uh, lead me and guide me. 
and, and show me what I should do or give me a sign, Lord, please. And, you know, a day goes by, two days go by and I don't get anything. I don't get no sign. I don't get no rest, no peace. You know what? You know what I've done in certain occasions? I just do my own thing. I say, well, Lord, you weren't listening. Maybe you was busy, you know, playing spades or checkers up there with the angels. Hey, I'm, 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 I don't, I got it, Lord. I'm gonna do my own thing. And I end up making a mess of my life. I've done that before plenty of times. I said, Lord, you know, guide me on what degree program I should go into. I don't hear nothing for about two, three days. I say, well, oh, well, let me go on about my business. Go and do whatever I feel like doing, whatever degree program I feel like doing. Get into the degree program, be in it for a month. And I say, "Uh oh, I done made a mistake. Then I got to drop out the program. Then I owe all of this money. Then they're making it hard for me to drop my classes because I've been in it more than I've been in it 30 days. Then I said, man, I should have just waited on the Lord. And then the Holy Spirit just sitting there the whole time watching. And then I have to, I, then after 30 days, after I done got into this big mess, I still have to run back to the Lord and say, Lord, Lord, man, Lord, I'm sorry, Lord. I should have waited on you. And the Holy Spirit, he just sit there. He, he laid back. He just be chilling. He don't, he don't scold me, you know, like human beings do. He don't smack me in the face and tell me I'm stupid. He don't do that. Sometimes he smiles, sometimes he laughs, but it's a beautiful laugh, peaceful laugh. It's a relationship, y'all. The Holy Spirit, he's real. God is real. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit is real. The Lord Jesus Christ is up in heaven, sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us daily before the angels. This is real, y'all. This is real. So what have we learned today from the Apostle James? We've learned that trials will come. The televangelists, be, they, they lie when they tell us that trials are not coming and you give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. You're trying to walk this faith thing out. Everything going to be all good. They are lying. We've learned that patience is a fruit of the Holy Spirit and that faith produces patience. We learned that we learned if we need anything from the Lord that we should ask him who gives to all liberally and without reproach. And if we ask him, ask him in faith, it will be given to us. We also learned that when we ask in faith, we don't need to doubt. We do not need to doubt, but put our full trust in him. And we also learned that when if a man comes to the Lord. With doubting. James said, let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord, for he is a double minded man, unstable in all. All his ways. Lord, Lord, Lord. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the Sacred Hour. This is our first installment of the Epistle of James series. And, um, hey, man, I love all y'all, man. I appreciate y'all for listening, man. My, my two or three viewers and listeners that listen to me faithfully. Those three, thank you. I love you guys. And, uh, <laughs> and y'all, y'all be safe. Y'all be blessed. If you have any prayer requests, please email me at thesacredhour at gmail.com. Or you can reach us on Facebook, The Sacred Hour Ministries. Or you can reach us on Instagram, The Sacred Hour Ministries. And uh, I love you guys. Y'all be safe, man. Y'all be blessed. Peace.